I'm your host Shane with Radical Rocks and today we're going to talk about how to polish your rocks with just a Dremel. Also, I want to thank you for listening to our sponsor at the beginning. We're trying to do our best to keep all things rocks, gems and minerals and lapidary alive and well and you're helping us do that by um, subscribing to our blog, uh, our podcast and our YouTube channel. So we appreciate that. So with that, let's get right into how to polish rocks with just a Dremel. So maybe you found a nice rock and you wonder, is there a way I can shine this up without having to buy some big, fancy, expensive lapidary equipment? And if you don't know what lapidary is, um, that is relating to a stone and gems and the work that's involved in engraving, cutting, and polishing. So that could be one side of it. Or you might be an experienced rock hound and mineral collector, and you might even have access to lapidary equipment, but you're looking for other options and tips. So no matter what side of the spectrum that you are on, we intend to give you some great information to help you shine those rocks. So. Polishing rocks is basically a matter of grinding off the surface of your rock with something that is of a harder substance than your rock is. Also, to do this grinding, you want to do it in stages, where the grinding material at first is more coarse at the first stage, and then at each stage, it, the grinding becomes a finer and finer grit until the last step of polishing is ready. So typically this is done with grinding wheels or belts. Grit is sometimes sprinkled on a flat wheel called a flat lap. We're going to investigate using the handy dandy Dremel to polish our rocks today so that we don't have to use these larger machines. And the best part is we can achieve just as shiny as gems with the Dremels as the big guys can with their big equipment. So I'm assuming everybody knows what a Dremel is. We're going to discuss its capabilities a bit further. A Dremel can be handheld. Uh, it can have a flexible cable that allows the Dremel motor to be hung up on an elevated support so that you only have to hold the handheld working part of the tool, which is lighter to handle than the whole Dremel. The Dremel can also be held in place by a cradle to keep it stationary. So there's several ways to use a Dremel. Also, Dremels could be battery powered or have a permanent power cord. No matter the way you choose to set up your Dremel, it'll do a fine job polishing your rocks. Your Dremel works on a high speed rather than torque like what the big equipment is as opposed to that larger lapidary equipment. So you've got many choices for tools to attach to your Dremel to cut and grind and polish your rocks. There's drill bits, polish pads, discs, cleaning pads, other types of discs, grinding bits, uh, there's grinding stones, grinding um, bits and discs, carving tools, and a huge variety of shapes and styles of grits that will enable you to polish, sharpen, drill, carve, grind, sand, or engrave your rocks and materials any way that you desire. So some of the things you're going to need. And I do have, uh, at the bottom of the page in the blog, I do have several links if um, you don't already have any of this equipment or you'd like to look at something to compare with, and it is affiliate link. We appreciate any support on that. It doesn't cost you anything extra. But let's talk about what you're going to need. 
course you're going to need a Dremel if you don't already have one and you want to get a good one um, you could go with cordless but I recommend the one with cord for you know doing lapidary second you'll want a good variety of sanding and polished grits between 600 and 1200 um, at a minimum and get a variety of them in between too most sandpaper is made of flint or garnet um, for larger harder work uh, harder type rocks and materials you want to find a sandpaper made of carbide or diamond and I'm going to link again the grits and tools at the bottom of the page to give you a good starting point if you want to go that route a clamp is really good to have too you can use a jeweler's vise which has um, uh, padded uh, on the jaws you um, are going to need polishing compound and a polishing cloth and probably a bucket of cool water or a bucket for cleaning and a spray bottle is really good of water to have too now you gotta remember safety and this is no joke because if you're grinding the material and it's dry um, it's not safe and we'll talk about that also eye protection you know get a really good air filter or mask to filter out the rock dust dust rock dust can be very dangerous there's uh, silica poisoning um, other types of poisoning are possible depending on the minerals in your rock I mean some rocks have you know asbestos in them or um, you know lead uh, things of this sort so you really got to be careful there's a, a variety of uh, bad dust uh, that you could get so get a really good mask um, whenever you're going to do anything that is going to possibly make dust okay because we're not using as much water with the Dremel you will need a better mask um, now you can utilize a spray bottle and keep the dust down you can have good ventilation all these things are are huge but just remember you could easily acquire a terminal lung illness known as grinders consumption so you know take heed um, a spray bottle again can help at many stages to keep the dust down so just just do that also if you want gloves you can have those as well okay so now that we've talked about all the safety got the disclaimers out there let's polish our rocks with the Dremel first you got your rocks we're gonna clean them you want to clean them with just a mild soap and water and then rinse them use a, a, a stiff brush that usually is real good even old toothbrush to get in the cracks and stuff maybe a pick or something to pick out anything that could be stuck in a little crevice now you want to cr clamp the stone in your vise or in your clamp a clamp that doesn't have soft jaws can be used just use uh, possibly some strips of wood on either side between the metal and the rock and you can use wood shims these are sold at hardware stores usually for people who are uh, putting in doors or uh, things like that and they are just kind of a wedge shaped wood with a very slight um, but they're cheap and they're already cut to a good size if you don't have a wood saw to make your own these might be just the ticket for you okay and those are going to help this protect the stone from cracking breaking chipping um, in the jaws of your clamp so make sure the stone's secure once you tighten it down give it a little wiggle give it a little pull readjust and re-secure as needed you don't want it flying loose as you're uh, trying to grind it okay now it's time to put on your protective gear you've got the stone in place it's safe it's secured you put on your protective gear now the dremel you attach the sanding tool that you want with the most coarsest grit first and plug in the drill and um, after the 
the bit has been secured and grind the whole surface of the stone using the grinding tip and um, avoid using lengthy uh, to to avoid using lengthy making lengthy scratches you want to use only the top half of the grinding bit because there is a, a, a screw that holds in a lot of these bits and wheels that's on the top and that could dig into your stone so you'll have to angle it in such a way that you only use the cutting part of the bit and don't um, grind the other screw the mounting screw that holds the disc in place it's right in the center of the disc so aim to work at a flat angle against the stone as much as you can grind and grind off the rough edges as well polish the rock surface to get a great shine um, by going down with one grit and then the next grit and the next grit and then finally with the polishing compound and a polishing cloth or you can use disc where you can dip into the polishing compound and then um, do with your rock and sprinkle a little bit of water on those to keep those just damp so it doesn't get real dry and tear up your um, polishing wheel or um, clog, up, clog up and, and make clumps you know just enough to make a creamy a color of whatever the compound is and and get it polishing good okay it's important to wash off the dirts from any of the grit before you polish okay so when you are that you might want to make sure to spray that off or soak it even for a while after you do the grinding and then you would be ready for the polishing so another thing about uh, your sandpapers and things like that that the spray bottle can be really good at cleaning that sandpaper of the rock material that gets clogged up in there and will help it to cut and work better and last longer okay and it'll help the rocks get polished um, you know properly so the last stages again is to buff the compound into the rock surface for a few minutes and um, that will bring out the natural shine of the stone should you have picked a good quality stone and you can always go over it again and patience is the key to awesome results okay so we're gonna go into a few more things we're gonna go into polishing bigger rocks and what you can do with that polished rock um, and then we're gonna talk a little bit about some of the opportunities that are coming up and some of the things that we want to do so let's just keep on going polishing the bigger rocks it can be a lot of work especially if it has contours and such rocks can be kind of shaped down with a hammer and a chisel um, or diamond bits can be used to smooth out some of the hard lines or contours so again follow the steps as what we've already talked about with the smaller one and the larger tools usually make more sense for these larger stones um, one thing that if you're going to do extremely large stones the Barranca wet polisher grinder has been a favorite of lapidary folks for quite a while and it can do an incredibly wonderful job on rocks that are you know uh, I would say, uh, you know, like the size of a bread basket, right? Um, some people actually use these wet polish grinders, the Barrancas, um, in a certain position where they're kind of anchored to um, polish flat stones or, or um, slabs and things like that as well. But it uh, could easily, just as easily be done um, with a rock and they're holding it in their hands so it can be dangerous it can become a projectile in that case so if you do go with the bigger uh, Barranca wet polisher grinder you know do be careful and do some research on that make sure that you're gonna be safe okay 
Now, what do you do with your polished rock? You know, the idea is we've probably got a smaller stone here, something that you can probably hold in the palm of your hand, more or less, and um, you've shined it, you've you've grinded it down, you've used the different grits, you've started with the, you know, the 600, the 700, the 800, the 900, you know, the 1,000, the 1,200, and then finally you've polished it. Now it looks great, right? You've done all the sides that you want shined. So there's a lot of things you could do with it. You could just enjoy it like it is, or you could wrap it maybe with some wire. There's a lot of wire wrapping um, blogs and websites. If you think of one, let me know, and uh, I'll look at it, and maybe I'll recommend it. Or you could drill a hole through it because you've got your Dremel. You just get a diamond bit. It's going to have a point to it, and you just spray it with a water sprayer very slowly and drill down little by little. And just as you get to the other side, um, if you can drill it from the other side instead of drill it all the way through from one side, actually flip it over and drill it from the other side. Because sometimes when you drill all the way through, usually, actually, most of the time, if you drill it all the way through, it will chip out on the edges. It'll kind of uh, spalled, I guess, is maybe the right terminology, but it'll chip out. Um, so turn it around and and drill it from each uh, end as you get to the uh, bottom of it okay if you follow this basic guide um, and learn as you go you'll be on your way to polishing as many gems as you like and I might add that um, this is really a great way to do little tiny gemstones that uh, uh, require a delicate touch such as uh, opals but you do have to make sure not to overheat them you do have to use a lot of spray water and give them a very light touch because if they get hot they will crack so Keep these things in mind, and uh, you're, you're going to have a really good time. Now, um, one thing I would like to ask you guys is uh, I have talked to my group on Facebook and asked them if they would be interested in hearing, you know, all things rocks and, and gems and lapidary, like a news um, session, maybe once a week on the podcast. I wouldn't do that on the blog, but maybe on the podcast and on our Facebook and maybe even on our YouTube but uh, just doing kind of an update on events and happenings and uh, anything like that. So if you think that's a great idea, you know, please um, go to our blog. It's RadicalRocksUSA.blogspot.com. And um, if you go there, we have all our links for the Blogspot, for Twitter, for LinkedIn, um, for Facebook, for YouTube, all of that. We have referral links. Um, as we mentioned below that, so please check those out. We appreciate your support in keeping rock hounding and the lapidary arts alive and thriving, and that is our goal in this is educate and um, just get the word out there, okay? So with that, just remember rock hounds don't die, they petrify. I'm your host Shane with Radical Rocks, over and out.